0: Blog Talk Radio
1: And welcome to Keep It Magic, everybody. I'm Storm Sestavani. It is April the 23rd, 2013. It is 4 o'clock here on the East Coast. Welcome to the show. Um, we have a pretty exciting show for you for the next hour and a half because Jackie and I are going to be talking about how to get that spiritual connection going, how to keep it, and how to make it last for a long time and get rid of all those spiritual cobwebs in your head. So you'll definitely want to stay tuned to this show. Make sure that you visit our sponsor at www.KeepItMagic. Our sponsor is at coventrycreations.com. Our website is keepitmagic.com. So cruise on over if you have a problem in your life, regardless of what that problem is. Um, we have a candle for that, so make sure that you check out um, uh, CoventryCreations.com. Uh, of course, with me is the lovely co-hostess with the most, Jackie Smith. Um, what's up, woman?
2: I have a cold.
1: Okay, that's what's up. We need to this end this
2: show <laughs> <laughs> I just took a five-hour. I should be good. I might start talking fast.
1: Yeah, she might start talking fast cuz she, you know, took that 5 hour um antihistamine craziness. <laughs> yep.
2: It's 5 hours just it's a it's a giant shot of B vitamins. And so i was saving it until it was time for the show. I didn't want to peak too early in my day. I'm bringing it all to this 90 minutes. That's yeah. it. everything is about Tuesday from Four o'clock till five thirty Eastern Standard Time revolves <laughs> around today. <laughs> Holla. That's all i got to say. I'm bringing it for you people. I'm bringing it. <laughs>
1: so what's been going on?
2: Oh, you know everything. Um and it's the lamest answer in the world, isn't it? But I've I'm you know, I, I really have been missing the volunteer work that I had done in different parts of the community. And um, I don't necessarily do volunteer work that's like one-on-one or helping a kid or something like that because um, I get a little crabby sometimes when I do that. But I like to do volunteer work that that has a bi- wider reach, a bigger suite. Um, and i they're kind of missing that. And you know what? Guess what showed up? What? <laughs> hey, Jackie, I need you to volunteer for this. Hey, Jackie, I need you to volunteer for that. Hey, Jackie, volunteer for this. And it's just really funny how um things that are important to me just started showing up after that. I just I have to laugh at myself on that, and it's so true um and, and, and that that you can think yourself into trouble um <laughs> but then again, I wonder what came first, the thought of it, the intuiting of it, or did I manifest or it did it, it manifest my thoughts, yeah. So, so that's I'm starting to do a little more volunteer work. I, I really, I really like doing that. Like whether it's um, uh, Ferndale, Michigan, where the city I'm in, we do our own Pride, and so the Ferndale Pride event asked me to help them find some food vendors, and I love, I love that event. Oh, I love it. Now, it's so are family. the events
1: going to be different again this year? Because didn't they used to have, wasn't Detroit Pride used to be in Ferndale? Motor
2: City Pride was in Ferndale, and they moved down to downtown, the heart of downtown Detroit at Hart Plaza. Yeah. Which is great for them because they're Motor City Pride. It makes total sense. So a bunch of folks who loved having Pride in Ferndale and miss it and miss the family atmosphere of it started a grassroots project a couple years ago just to have a small Pride of our own, but it's been growing all on its own. So yeah. um, it's just because we wanted we wanted to celebrate the family that is in Ferndale, um, you know the, the gay friendly family. It just we have a huge LGBT community, and um, and and we didn't we just wanted to celebrate each other. Yeah. That's um, what's a really important thing in my life. So, which is why you and I get along so well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 and uh, and so I uh, volunteering for a friend's campaign and um, and some other stuff that I think makes big. Um, it's not just that it makes a big difference in the world, but it's it's a little difference that affects a bigger difference. That's that's how I like to play. Yeah. Um, and uh and and use my talents in there. So I have a lot of fun with it. So that's kind of you know we I've been talking to customers and. Really, really having a good time at work um, other than getting a cold and creating new catalogs and I'm taking new pictures and I'm just really excited about that, too. It's, it's been very creative this month, very, very <laughs> fulfilling, I must say. Uh, uh, exactly. And uh, and we haven't even been talking. We've both been so busy and I miss our insp- inspiring conversations we have together. Because um, usually after we get off the phone, I can then go write my blog or article because we've inspired each other. <laughs> <laughs> Before then I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna write about. And, yeah, and then we bring something up, and we're just all excited. The,
1: um, the, uh, the well, I think that I think that putting your energy into circumstances that inspire, I think a lot of times we get so caught up in our day-to-day lives
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, that we forget to attach ourselves to um, things that inspire us. And I think that that is part of, you know, what is, um, uh, you know, going on um, uh, with, with people in this particular day and age. I think that there is... An inspirational deficit um uh, you know people are spending so much time being sensationalized and um uh to the point where I think that they're kind of numb that they yep. forget to go out and find particular ordinary things that would um inspire them
2: well when when I go volunteer out in the world and and there are times when I you know go into the schools and volunteer there when I went. Was it last month? I went and read stories to a bunch of um, fourth graders. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. It's that connecting, connecting to another human, but not on a on a um, uh, monetary way. You're connecting to somebody else because you're just connecting. Nobody has an agenda other than that connection that you're making. Yeah, uh, that's what I love about doing some volunteer work, and and it's it's a time when I get to just kind of play a little. And and some volu- some places where I volunteer, they're very very serious about this, and they don't play at all. We're is this, we're not here to play. And I'm like, oh, I'm in the wrong place. Then. <laughs> because I I'm serious enough in all other aspects of my life. So when I go, I mean it's it's like for instance, working on my friend's campaign. This is very serious to her. So I respect that. But you know, I have fun with it. And if it's something that's like, this is not fun for me, she goes, okay. We'll move it we'll do something different. And I'm like, okay. So um, that's what that, – it, it, life's too serious. I mean, I it gets seriousness gets served up for free. I don't like to have to go buy it. <laughs> yeah. Special order that seriousness.
1: <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> it can get pretty crazy at times. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and
2: doesn't it give you – when you get out there into the world – um, it gives you a completely different perspective. Like, oh, there's people who who don't think this way. The, uh,
1: the well, there are a lot of people that that don't um, uh, that don't think that way, and and I will tell you, Jackie. You know, for uh, you know, for me, the early 40s have been kind of life-altering. Um. Uh. A little bit life-altering for me Because it has really been A, a, a particular awakening And I, and I know um, uh, You know, we, we've talked about this before But, you know, I, I started studying Kabbalah almost 14 years ago
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, And, uh, you know, I went through 11 of those years 10, 10 to 11 of those years Knowing the language Knowing exactly what to do Knowing um, uh, you know everything in regards to the the intelligia part of it um uh, you know I could tell you all about the Tenth of firat. I can tell you you know I could tell you everything about um everything having to do with Kabbalah, and you know even you know it took an enormous amount of time to understand the particular language of the Zohar because it's pretty complex. I've read some of it on the show before, and it's you know and I've read it to you privately jackie it's pretty complex. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the
2: uh, Bible. So,
1: yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> what the hell is this?
2: <laughs> um, Wait, reread that and,
1: thing and, about and, Job and, again?
0: And, and, yeah. <laughs> a lot? But, Oof,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's a hot mess right there.
1: Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, but, but, <laughs> but, it, but, you know, it took me, you know, having to get to a certain period in which something kind of dawned on me that said, um, you know what, when are you going to start applying this to your life? Mm-hmm. Um, And it took a series of events, basically, um, uh, to get there. But, you know, the... true. And I think, you know, and here is the thing for me, and I don't know if the same thing happens to you, and I'm sure that if it happens to me, it probably happens to a lot of people. Um, You know, I don't think I'm that special or grand. Um, uh, But, you know, that there comes a a particular point in which I think all of us go through a particular period in which we feel like we're, you know, you call it phoning it in. Um, Mm -hmm. We're phoning it in and that we're going through the particular motions but we necessarily aren't connecting and i think that after a, after a while if you don't have that particular connection things eventually are going to go crazy
2: oh absolutely you lose your center i mean we, we all we all well not we all but i work on my own spiritual path and and my own personal development but if i'm always working on myself i'm always lacking so sometimes i just gotta let myself be Spend some time just like you said, phoning it in. Just like I'm just going to be for a little while. I'm not gonna <laughs> going to be amazing. I'm not going to just just going from there. And and then sometimes and then you get back to working. But if you just keep it on the, um, if you just keep it on on the the not doing anything, letting life default around you. It is gonna it's gonna fall apart. You're gonna go to the lowest common denominator. You're gonna go on that path you really didn't want to go on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you know, and you know, one of the main factors is is, and it's what we're going to talk about today on the show is that I, you know, have been receiving since we started this particular um, topic at the beginning of April, I've been receiving emails from people, and one of the things that they're talking about, Jackie, is um, not. Um, They don't know how to connect, they don't know how to pray, they don't know how to meditate, they don't know how to do affirmations, Um, uh, you know, it is um, uh, pretty heavy stuff, and, uh, you know, the, the... I and mean, it is even difficult basically to answer those particular uh questions because I think that you know prayer meditation things of this particular nature are such a uh, a personal type of thing
2: it is it is and it's i think people are so afraid of getting it wrong like yeah. I'm not doing this right and I'm not um um they're so worried about um um what if it's going to be taken wrong or, or it's just that whole process of if i can't get it perfect right out the gate then i can't do it at all and and really that's the opposite is true the opposite is true it's the imperfections that make it that make your connection with a divine so beautiful and so um and so yeah i think that's kind of where we need to start
1: yeah I, I, I think that that's extremely important. Um, uh, uh, what do you um, you you come from a you know a, a Catholic background? I don't. Um, I mm-hmm. come from a Jewish background. Um, what do you think about prayer?
2: It was, you know, what I was taught when I went through catechism and all of the the um, rites. That I went through up until confirmation is that prayer is is a set um a set of words uh, it was the the Lord's Prayer or the Hail Mary, and that um they never really talked about what else you say other than you say this this psalm or this this or this that for a specific thing Now there's a lot of power in those prayers, but it was never a personal connection now I gotta tell you how I was taught. Or actually, not taught. Just it was a lack of teaching in that you just you just pray. And I'm like, well, what do you mean pray? There was never even a question of what do you mean pray. It was that, that question wasn't even really contemplated. What do you mean pray?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and maybe it's because I was young when I left the church. I was <clears throat> in my early twenties, late teens when I left the church, and started on a different spiritual path. But I felt so disconnected. Like like I'm I'm just um. A sheep, literally. One yeah. of on the flock. But but um but that I was unimportant as a human being. Unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um and and don't ever ask for anything. Now with um with that I learned going through you know, I went through it on a very Wiccan pagan path for a while and I'm very eclectic in in my spiritual path because I think that there's the divine is everywhere, and that's really what I've what I've come to understand. Um, so to me today, prayer is that communication. Mm-hmm. And it says when I pray, it's like um, I I pray for, I, I just talk. I just say this is what's on my mind. This is what's bothering me. This is what this is what my worries are. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just unburdening yourself of those worries, and then saying, "I surrender these worries to you," and just—and I do it out loud, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, I think uh, verbalizing it is very important because I think your brain, since it's so—it's um, so mushed, all <laughs> your thoughts get so mushed together and circular and things like that—you can. You can like tangent all the time, but when you're talking, it helps bring it, make it a little more linear, a little more, more conscious.
1: I, I, I do the same thing, and the reason the reason I do now verbalize everything out loud is because of the fact that we know that sound affects spirit, um, mm-hmm. and we we know that it, it affects spiritual energy. Um, so I think that they more resonate uh, with uh, us doing something um, vocally. Um yeah,
2: I because we vibrate it.
1: Yeah.
2: And so and so when you vibrate that word and you vibrate the words that you're saying, um um what you're doing is you're making them um a little more real.
1: Yeah. And you know what I didn't what I didn't know until a couple of years ago I was reading this this article, and the voice jackie, even though that many of us may have a similar tone or a similar uh, uh inflection or something of that particular nature um one of uh one of the particular issues uh is that um, our voice. Regardless, our voice is still just as personal to us as our fingerprint, you know, so, and even, you know, I'm of the particular camp, you know, there's a lot of, we were talking about this yesterday, a lot of people that, you know, uh, in in metaphysical circles that will basically state, um, uh, uh, you know, that you shouldn't, you shouldn't blow out a candle. I completely disagree because I think blowing out the candle infuses it with your DNA right um uh and you know so I think that personalizing things as best in the best way possible is um uh the way to go to the way to go through this also go ahead
2: what I've learned from other um uh priests ministers um even other rabbis that I've spoken to as a grown up and, and again, I, th- I wonder if part of this is that that simplicity of childhood. Uh, we're not going to give you too much information. But as a grown-up, having this conversation with with people of the clergy, and and I'm saying, so what is it to you to pray? And, and literally having that conversation, one of the things that that they say is is it's a conversation. It, yeah. it is a conversation between you and no one can uh, between you and your your higher power, the light, spirit, God, whatever you want to say, and 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 um so what what they were saying is that no one can really tell you exactly how to pray because you start to understand when when you you feel that connection and that certainty when when you feel that connection that you're making that connection to the divine
1: yeah and you know one of the things that, that well, I have several different ways that I um uh, that I pray one of the ways is is that I talk and I think that a lot of people get caught up in legalisms. Um you know, <laughs> they do. I think that a lot of people get caught up in the oh my god, this is the way that you have to do it and if it isn't our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Um never you know, say anything
2: negative. Yeah, and then, and, and yeah. never say don't ask for you know, blah, 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 blah. Just yeah.
1: I think you can get very, very caught up in the legalisms mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily feel that the Creator wants us to approach in that particular way. The Creator wants a personal, in my opinion, the Creator wants a personal relationship with us. So having that personal relationship with us, I talk to the Creator the same way I talk to you, the same way I talk to Beth, you know, just like a friend, you know, my BFF, the GFF.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, And, uh, you know, basically it is even, um, uh, you know, I, I think in a lot of ways a lot of people only talk when they have some form of a particular problem. Oh, my God, please help me. I have to pay my rent at the end of the month.
2: Talk. Oh, I thank you for saying that.
1: Yeah and and a lot of people will only basically you know begin to approach the spirit in a particular time of crisis that seems to be the point in which they will um uh you know that they will go to their particular higher power whereas the effectiveness in regards to approaching one's higher power is on a day-to-day level basically um mm-hmm. you know uh you know hey dude how you doing you know
2: <laughs> Although the answer will always be I'm good
1: yeah, <laughs> I don't get that kind of answer. You know the. <laughs> you no, know,
2: it's um, um, when you make a ritual of prayer, it doesn't have to be dramatic. Yeah. You know, I I have my my guys that I talk to, um, and I have one that's very specific on Monday morning before I start my day. And I have my greetings, formal greetings, and then and then I talk. And you know what sometimes it is? Thank you. Thank you for guiding me in ways that I can understand and follow. Thank you for being present in my life. Because I, I I got nothing to report. You know what's going on. I don't even want to hear myself whine. Mm-hmm. Just, just thank you. Thank you for for um, helping me find the strength and the certainty to to, to walk through this.
1: Well, I, I, th- I think um, that one of the most powerful forms of prayer is simply gratitude and thanksgiving.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: uh, you know, the, um, uh, because you know what, I'm sure, you know, if you sit and you call your friends every day with your problems, after a while they're going to quit answering the phone. Just,
2: just earlier today we were talking about how things are going well. Yeah. Um, which I get a little nervous talking about how things are going well and and how we, we rephrase it is what are we doing right? Yeah. And so, but immediately as I say this, and I think, thank, thank God, all of them, <laughs> thank the Lord, you know, but, but literally, and I'm so grateful, and I say I'm so grateful for this, I'm so grateful that, that, um, you know, and it's just, um, just part of that whole process. It's not rote, though. You know yeah. how w- when you go into the store? Well, you might not know, but in, de- in the Detroit area, I go. Into I'm doing much
1: better. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: in the detroit area you go into any store and especially inner city and 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 you say you know oh thank you very much and they have a blessed day have a blessed day everybody goes have a blessed day and and at first i was like oh this is awesome and then after a while i'm thinking do they even know what they're saying it's like god bless you god bless you god bless you you know do you even know what you're saying um so, so to me, I want to be conscious. I want to be deliberate in that, and not, and not just habitual. I want a good habit, but I don't want it to be just habitual without thought and
1: meaning. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that is, um, uh, and I think that a lot of people get into that. They get into the same type of uh, prayer on a day-to-day basis, and uh-huh. you know, and then it becomes a habit. And I think that habits can be extremely dangerous spiritually. Um, We're going to take a break. Jackie and I will be back after the break. We're going to talk about some more metaphysical stuff. We're going to talk about candle stuff. We're going to talk about increasing your connection, basically, um, to the light um, or whatever you want to call it. I don't care. You can call it McDonald's. Um, uh, Just don't go there (laughs) You you can call it whatever It can be a light bulb for all I care Um, uh, But as long as you're uh, Connecting to something Um, So do not touch that dial Jackie and I will be back uh, In a flash
0: One more day, and you break free, break from the chains.
1: Welcome back to Keep It Magic everybody I am Storm Sestavani We're at the bottom of the hour Um, Cruise on over to our sponsor at www.coventrycreations.com Again that's www.coventrycreations.com Jackie and I are Still in our series Of creating lasting change and we're glad That you have joined us We are aware I have received um, uh, A couple of messages uh, From people Um, that they're having some problems getting into the chat room and some problems getting onto the site now, I've got two solutions for you, okay? Number one is listen to it in the archives. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the easiest one, because it will still go into the archives. Um, uh, And, you know, you can download the show at any point. Um, We love having you guys live listening, but we understand that sometimes, you know, the universe doesn't want to work with us. Um, Or it may be working with us, and we're not seeing that miracle anonymously. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing here is, is that it appears that if you take your time and you just allow it to load, okay, and you're not doing your 39 second or last cheeseburger at McDonald's thing, okay, <laughs> um, uh, it will eventually come up, so keep trying, um, it, it, also you can listen to us, um, on Facebook, you can listen to it at, um, my, um, a fan page, Jackie's page, my personal Facebook page. Um, you can also listen to it um, straight on the blog talk page at Keep It Magic if you get it uh, get it going. If you're having problems in the chat room, we love having you in the chat room, but you don't necessarily have to be there. Yeah. You can just listen. And
2: actually, and honestly, um, a lot of times in the chat room, since you and I are, are maintaining the stream of our show and focused on what each other is saying, we cannot see what's going on in the chat room. I can't respond. Yeah. Because if you... Sometimes if I start going, uh, what was I saying? It's because they responded to someone in the chat room. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so yeah, we got we've got um, we've got a, a, a lot of great ways to listen to us, and we're so glad you did. And you know what's funny is I got um, several messages from folks. God bless you all. Saying, are you okay? You sound really stuffy. Uh- and I am like that you're paying attention and I just love you all so here's what I'm doing I am doing emergency like five times a day and I've got this miracle vitamin that I take called wellness formula and if I pound that like six or seven times a day actually nine times a day the cold is very short so I've got my thing that I'm doing it hit me yesterday it hit me yesterday and I I I was feeling it, and I didn't do anything about it. And I really blame a night of drunkenness um, that that a cold was able to take hold.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this isn't the time of the year to be doing a night of drunkenness, Jackie. Wait a couple more months. Drunken
2: karaoke? What do you want? Every now and again, I gotta do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's how I talk to God. Come on. <laughs> okay, she does
1: it to drunken karaoke. That's uh, that's taking the spirits to a new level, Jackie. Um, <laughs> oh, that's not
2: how you talk to God?
1: Okay. No, no, um, now <laughs> what I want to ask you, Jackie, uh, is, is I want to move into um, a different modality, and I want to uh, just ask you a couple of questions. Do pagans pray?
2: Oh, I- absolutely well but but they don't necessarily call it um praying but i do think that the word what do prayers, they call it well you know they talk they 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 go to the oracle or um they they commune um those are but i think that no matter what path you're in if you're really only on the surface level of it if you're only tipping your toe in whether it's paganism or or Christianity or whatever it is, if you're just putting on the garb and playing the game like it's Dungeons & Dragons, you're not going to get out of it what the potential is for you to get out of it.
1: Now, one of the things that I actually adapted, Jackie, in regards to um, uh, from paganism and applied it to Kabbalah is that uh, I read this wonderful book on pen magic. Uh-huh. Or ink magic. Okay. Um, and one of the things that I did is I took a lot of those particular ideals and applied it basically to what I call my God journal. Interesting. Um, in which, you know, one of the things that I do uh, uh, in in the morning is that, you know, I have my meditation books and all this other stuff that I put in my time with. Um, uh, but, you know, I will... Uh, talk to God, usually in the shower. I know that sounds kind of odd, but um, uh, it's the easiest place for my mind to not be distracted by anything, and the phone's not going to ring. So, um, In the shower, hopefully, if it does, you know. (laughs) He's calling me back, girl. (laughs) He's wanting to have that personal business meeting with me right there in that shower. Um, So... uh, so basically, you know, I will usually do my, my conversation at that particular point. Um, and then basically what I will do is I will go to, um, you know, my desk, and I pull out my nice little god book, and it's, you know, got fancy paper. And, you know, I love pens more than anything on the planet. Um,
0: Good and to know.
1: Good to know. Yeah, I, oh, any kind of ink pen girl. I just love it. I have like a 1,000 pens here on my desk. Um, and, but basically, you know, I will just start writing um, and things of that particular nature and then, uh, you know, and try not to edit what it is that I'm writing at all. I spend about, you know, 10 minutes just writing, not editing, and things of that nature. And then I will take like a five-minute break, you know, just kind of relax, you know, drink my coffee a little,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then I will go back and look at what it is that I wrote.
2: I would like to add to that that it is specifically your pen and paper. Yes. It is specifically, and I uh, sometimes I will get a, a freshly sharpened pencil. I love the feel of a freshly sharpened pencil. I love the smell. I'm weird. Yeah, um, but then again, we're we. This is how we grew up. I mean, I wasn't allowed to use pen until like fourth grade, and then you know we could use a pen. Um, and I also had to learn cursive, so. <laughs> a lot I don't of the, think they teach that anymore, do they? Yeah, um, there's it's not a focus. Okay. Uh, it's really interesting. Why do I ever have to use cursive? <laughs> like, uh, points?
1: Because you have this little wonderful thing that's called a signature that you're going to have for the rest of your life.
2: Exactly. So, um, but it's that, that pen to paper, and it's been a long time. I used to start my day that way, and and um, when, especially when I was very angsty. And I, I, it's been a long time since I wrote poetry only for myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mostly I write poetry for... The blessings on the candles now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I used to um, write a lot of poetry, and um, it's kind of good too. It's very angsty and good. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while, but but that's that was how I did it because when you write it in, in kind of a poetic form, when you when you you free yourself, I, you absolutely free yourself of having to have a sentence. You can have like rambling streams of consciousness or insanity, as I call it, and um, and when you if you connect to that that form, it's kind of nice to just let it flow, and you don't have to have a rhyme or it's just free form, no rhyme, rhythm, anything. It's all good. Yeah,
1: well, I think that rhyme and rhythm, even Jackie, is is good. I you know there's this um, wonderful. Uh, uh, one of the things that I love about Toby Mack is that he's kind of, uh, he embraces pretty much people. And he embraces their particular path. And even though that he has his own, okay, he doesn't discourage anybody uh, about their own path. And he has this one song on one of his albums. I'm going to have to upload it and play and play it. But, um, you know, basically what he did in, in the song is that he pulled, like, six people from different faiths, Jackie, to do the song with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the video just shows some um, some miraculous stuff. It is, um, uh, you know, it shows, um, uh, you know, uh, a Christian putting a cross on a Jew. It shows, um, uh, you know, the Jewish star um, hanging off the wrist of a, uh, you know, like a charm bracelet off of the wrist of a Muslim and and the song is basically about this particular connection and wanting to be a better person and all of these other things but i just think that it's it's wonderful that people are just starting to embrace more ideology because you know i'm one of the people that believe that all paths lead to god um uh, you know regardless of what their particular path is so i have no problems with pagans or christians or anything of that particular nature um uh, and i and, and that's why i think that all of this particular stuff in regards to connection, throw all the legalism out and just sit down and do what it is that you feel like doing. You know, a, a spirit, and, I, and I'm kind of perplexed about that word, which we're going to talk about. But um,
2: With capital S, thank you very much. Yeah. It has a capital uh, S, not a small S.
1: Yeah, um, uh, will basically drive you or weigh upon you um basically how to do things over time as long as you stay open um uh, mm-hmm. it it will you know instruct you basically in regards to um uh, uh the way that it wants you to connect with with them um and,
2: and believe it or not i actually my quiet time or my time when i connect is when i light my candles i don't know i kind of like candles yeah um but that's really um it's a ritual that i do that helps me transcend uh, my own limitations
1: yeah, I have um uh, a, a couple of boxes of what I use is um uh, votive candles I use the um the ancestral and sometimes i'll use spirit guide votives mm-hmm. um in regards to you know I just have it on my desk and I just light it um you know when i 'm doing my particular um um ink. Prayers, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, just so that that energy is there, and it's, just, you know, it just smells so good. It just kind of goes through your senses, and uh, you know, it, it it kind of helps you out uh, from that particular perspective. Um, well, go ahead. What, Jackie? Would you recommend? Say, there's a baby, baby pagan.
2: Uh huh.
1: Been doing paganism for less than a year. Right. How do you suggest that they begin the particular? Process of connecting with
2: well, a lot of a lot of pagans feel that that prayer, intention work, and spell work are synonymous. Mm-hmm. They're the same thing. So that they'll spend a lot of time on their ritual, um, getting the right words down on paper, doing it the right time of the day, time of the week, time of the month, kind of thing, and um, and that is what they're doing is they're putting in place. Now, to me, prayer spell work, intention work, petitions are all the same meaning that what they do is they help you transcend your own junk, your own limitations that you have in this moment, um help you transcend it to get to get past all that to connect with the divine. And that's really what a spell is doing. And and you're and all of those things are designed to create change and movement because you're feeling stuck.
1: Well, even, you know, Jackie, one of the things that I find amazing, and I'm sure that, you know, um, a, a fundy will probably write to me about this, but I think that when they take, you know, when Christians basically, you know, that they're um, uh, good about writing down the Bible verses,
0: uh-huh.
1: I think that that is intentional magic um mm-hmm. uh, uh you know and uh, you know but one of they, the
2: and they're going to call it something else i mean they're just going to call the, their their you know connecting with that whatever there's lots of different words that people yeah. that it's escaping me right now but at
1: at the end if it looks like a duck it walks like a duck and it quacks it's a duck right um uh you know and and one of the things that you know here here's one of the other questions that i get a lot jackie and i get this from a lot of people that buy um uh our candles I'm taking ownership of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I do have my own line, so <laughs> um the uh is is that they don't know they don't know how to begin in regards to petition writing. So uh,
2: So what it, what do I suggest for yes. the, the new new folks with the petition writing? Um well first of all, let go. The the first thing you need to do is is let go of perfection let go of your preconceived notions of, of how this needs to be.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, you absolutely, the point of magic, the point of prayer, the point of intention work is to do things, to ask things for yourself to affect change in your own life because that's really the only thing you can change.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And I would suggest some pen magic, like you said, some free form writing and continue to ask yourself, what is it I need? Why do I need that? And why do I need that? And it's in my book Coventry Magic. The the why is that. Uh-huh. Um, but just to let yourself do some free form writing to say what is it that I'm really needing, and and why do I feel I need that thing? Okay, what is that? Okay, why do I feel I need that? And so just kind of pulling back the covers um, uh-huh. to say what's what's going on. So start there, and then when you take that moment and, and reread what you what you wrote, and and even if you close your eyes and let yourself write without um your eyes open.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Or whatever it is that's gonna help you transcend your own limitations there, um, and then say and, and you'll see some repeating patterns. You'll see something that really stands out that goes, Aha, that is it And so, um and I'll give you a for instance, um, for myself, um I'm. I'm always. I have my own fears and my own self doubts that I'm. That I'm battling, and of recently, as I was going through some stuff and just kind of talking it out, and 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 I called it with my husband. I said, "Okay, we're putting this conversation in a bubble because it doesn't count. <laughs> I'm just kind of talking stuff out, and there's no action to be taken here." And so I talk. I just was talking in this bubble, and and I got to the end, and and I went is all about me being worried that i'm not going to be enough mm-hmm. so that really became over the next week um uh, my my petition work that i find a way to be enough in this moment yeah and when i'm enough and and it, it again it gets a little esoteric at this point but but that was really what it is when i'm enough. And I am not worried about it. That I really can be present in the moment. Yeah. And and so it was it was just talking a bunch of stuff out. And I was you know you know how the conversation started. It was about somebody else. Oh, interesting. The conversation was about um, was about you know what you know, the, the, somebody else in my life and were they fulfilling what I needed them to do? What our agreement was, and and feeling bad because I I. Um, didn't feel that I didn't think that that was a, that we were a good fit anymore. Uh-huh. And and it ended up with me feeling that I'm not enough. And then me turning my intention work and my prayer work to to be um to say, "Oh, I actually am and I don't have to doubt myself." So that means in my conversation with this other person, I can um reset my expectations and say these are my expectations and and then the other person saying, "I can't meet meet them. and I'm like, "Okay, so what do we got? What are we gonna do and it was interesting they couldn't meet this one expectation over here, but they had an even better plan so yeah. i i that was that was that whole thing of of letting it go and and having those conversations and saying, What's my real petition, and that's my conversation with the divine how do i how do I be enough in any one moment? And and I actually say prayers before I have conversa- difficult conversations with people. Mm-hmm. I could be walking to the other side of the room and I say, okay, okay, guys, I need the right words, and I am open to them. And I think that's how you start to build that relationship as you continue to open up to it. You find the moments where you can do it.
1: I I, I agree with you completely. And, you know, I, I will tell you, Jackie, one of the things, you know, when I started to, um um, you know, playing around with magic, um, and this is one of the things that I just have to commend you with. You're so gentle in regards to teaching people how to work with magic. Um, you know, when I told you that I like to do petitions with a sharpie, you were, j- you know, but then I was reading something about you have to do it in pencil. You were like, if you like doing it with a sharpie, do it with a sharpie. Yeah. Um, uh, you
2: because know, because it's yours. It's about you. Yeah. Um, Your magic is all about you, your intentional work, your prayer, all of that stuff is only about you. And and I think that that
1: is, you know, the reason why so many people gravitate to you, Jackie, and, uh, you know, why Coventry Magic went to number one um, is because of the fact that you uh, really um, throw all of that legalism, because paganism has just as much legalism as Christianity oh, does. Oh,
2: absolutely. There's, I mean, I, you know, what I love, see, Dorothy talks about how when you're writing your words of power, let your inner child do it. Let it rhyme. Let it be silly. Let yourself giggle with it. Because as soon as you're giggling, the the spirit, divine, light, God, all that stuff is right there. The minute you start to laugh, your heart opens up. When your heart opens up, you you, you start to get connected to the divine. And I love that, that she talks about how when you let your, your spell work or your petitions or prayers rhyme a little bit. We all get a little silly when we, when we were a poet and didn't know it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I think that all of that is, is important um, uh, And even, now let me ask you also Do, take in Jackie, the word meditation I don't know why, but people have a mental block towards oh, meditation
2: Oh yeah, so it's hilarious it,
1: it, But let me tell you, if you I can masturbate, them. you can meditate So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's why I'm going to trademark that Um,
0: <laughs>
1: um the and in fact I'll let Jackie use it in a future book. <laughs> <laughs> if you can masturbate, you can meditate. Um, uh, uh, do do pagans meditate?
2: Okay, so.
1: Or is it all in that communion thing that I you're talking about? I would just
2: like to say that um, pagans have um, spiritual rituals. Just maybe not just like everybody, but like other people in their spiritual practices, pagans have their own um, personal rituals. And some of it is, is through a doctrine or um, through through a, a real specific religious um, connection. So, yes, they absolutely do, because they, when they're creating their sacred space, they need to go through a grounding, which is more of a guided meditation, but it's a moment of quiet and stillness. Mm-hmm. So they center themselves in in the moment in the place to create that sacred space, and so yeah, they absolutely do. And and um, I love this phrase a friend of mine used the other day. It's an old old phrase. She reminded me of it. Is that prayer is when you talk to God? hmm. Meditation is when you listen.
1: Yeah. Joel Osteen says the same thing.
2: I love I love that phrase. I think it's so true because you it when you get that quiet moment and you the first thing that happens when you start to get get a non-guided meditative moment we all it's so easy to go through the guided one because your visualization and keeping your brain busy yeah but when you do c- seated silent um some people can't do it they get itchy on the inside they just can't do it but that's the point of it so so seated, silent meditation is allowing all of those layers of ego. Your ego is going to chatter, 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 chatter until it runs out of steam. And as soon as it starts to run out of steam is when you can hear the divine. Yeah. And sometimes it just takes a moment and then you're like, oh, it's just so quiet. I mean, think about how much input we have in our lives. We all have a, I mean, right now, if you're listening to the show, you're on the internet, and the internet is like the ultimate input device there is mm-hmm. um all you know so much knowledge is there at your fingertips
1: i exactly um
2: and, and I, so and so when when you just get quiet for a minute and let yourself have um a, an energetic output you you filter stuff out.
1: Yeah, the um the issue in regards to uh, uh the internet is is I think I, I think that a lot of people need to disconnect. Um uh you know, at least take x amount of particular time per day. And I know, you know, I've been taking um a lot of business courses recently and uh one of the things, you know, that they implore over and over and over is that if you want to be successful, You know, of course, have a particular social media or Internet presence, but don't spend all your time on the Internet. Um, Mm -hmm. In fact, one of the exercises that you have, Jackie, is that you have a subject material. And, you know, say, say for example, um, I did it for the show, actually, um, uh, in regards to going and looking at uh, stuff in regards to connecting, prayer, meditation, uh, things of this nature, and I'm just going to be blunt and honest. There's not a lot of stuff out there there's not a lot of stuff in regards to how to out there at all um which is shocking to me because how to I'm giving a business tip here listen to me people
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> how to articles are the easiest seo articles ever write more of them um, the uh, uh but Jackie there wasn't a lot of uh, a lot of information but what I did in regards to uh, this This activity is that she gives you um, 45 minutes. You get a 45-minute time. You research all of your particular stuff at that point, and then you go offline, and you start thinking about how you want to to orchestrate this. She says time Internet activity is much better for business than anything else. And this is my theory. I think that people's lives are their own personal business, Mm -hmm. so they may want to run it accordingly. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's uh, it's it's really important. Um, we're going to take another break real fast. Jackie and I will be back in a flash. We're going to do a lot of how-to stuff. So um, we're going to do some candle stuff in regards to connecting. What candles you should use. Um, Jackie and I are also going to talk about this mysterious little word called spirit. And are you using it as a cop out? So. You do not want to touch that dial. Jackie and I will be back in a flash. Bonnie, it's 5 p.m. here on the East Coast, which means it is 2 p.m. on the West Coast and every single hour in between. Um, you're listening to Keep It Magic. We have another half hour to go, so buckle your seatbelt and enjoy the ride, because this is going to go fast, as it always does. I'm here, of course, with the lovely hostess <laughs> of the mostest, um, Jackie Smith, and um, we're going to do a little bit of how-to stuff. But, but before I get to that, you know, one of the, the wonderful examples, I think, in regards to magic, Jackie, is that um the last show that we did I chose firework as your theme song.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I remember all of these you know, you were sending me all of the covers of you know, the potential covers of Coventry. Um and it's very and, and this will show people how sometimes magic just kind of takes effect um on its own or prayer and intention work can have such a huge, big, gigantic um uh uh you know, explosion basically in somebody's uh, life because there were all of these covers, you know, that I've seen them, you know, they were all very, very nice. And then Jackie sends me the one that they finished on and it had fireworks all over it. It was just like amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, how do you think that
1: caused that?
2: Um, you might have, you might have. And, And I have to say, I, I, I let it go. I surrendered that. And it, and I get compliments on the cover of the book all the time. And, um, uh, if if it was up to me I would have done it totally differently, but it was what it you know, I let the professionals do what they do.
1: Yeah.
2: And let some of that control freakishness go. So
0: <laughs> So how to yeah, how to
2: how to create a deeper connection um with the divine. How to meditate. How to um Surrender and let go of your fears. How to? So we've got a couple of how-tos we want to talk about.
1: One of the things before we get to the how-to, Jackie, that I uh-huh. want to talk about uh-huh. is I want to talk to this big about this big gigantic ass word. Um,
2: Spirit? <laughs> <Fair?
1: laughs> yeah, not the, the, the five-letter one, not the four. <laughs> or actually six. I, I can't even count today. Um, the uh, you know one of the things that I over and over and over And this is one of the things in my blog um, When I was looking at blogs and things of that nature, nature For research of the show that I would see all the time, Jackie is just, you know, the answer to everything Which I will admit annoyed the heck out of me
0: mm-hmm.
1: And it may be because I have Virgo planets That it annoyed the heck out of me <laughs> um, uh, But when I would hear over and or Read over and over and over you know, what you have to do is just give it to spirit. First of all, what the heck does that even mean?
2: <laughs> That's a great question. And and well let's talk about let's talk about the word spirit for a second. Um I, I kinda like the word spirit with a capital S because when I hear people talk about that, when they say give it to spirit, it what they're doing is they're kind of incorporating many things, many divine beings into this great spirit that uh-huh. is all of humanity. That, that made up all of humanity, that, that is that is our um, higher power, divine keeper, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't mind the word spirit. I just, I just whether you use the word spirit or God or light, because sometimes I, I hear people talk about, you know, bring in the light, and da, 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 and I go, ah, you know. how, and how do
1: I exactly do that? Do I, like, capture it with a bottle? I mean.
2: <laughs> right. So, so I think we need to move beyond the word, um, but... When people talk about giving it to spirit or giving it to light or giving it to God or or surrendering or whatever it is, it does not delete your responsibility when you do that. Yeah. What it does is it helps you release the fears, the blocks, your ego around a situation so that you what you do is you give up the control of the outcome yeah and and you trust and, and so when you start to give up that control of the outcome and 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 then say no I surrender this I surrender this I sur- I surrender the results I surrender my ego over the situation I surrender my need to control it I you know so surrendering all those things what what happens is that now you can hear so all of those fears and your ego and those blocks and and worries that becomes that white noise in your head that you can't actually hear divine the divine influences in your life and i have to say the divine influence has never in my life been a booming voice coming in my head when i have heard my name called from an empty room uh it's time for me to pack my stuff and get out (laughs) <laughs>
1: Especially if it says get out. <laughs> right, Am I
2: here. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go. But the way I know that that uh, my divine allies work in my life is they work through other people, and and that's why I say magic takes two people. Because they, it's I'll be talking to somebody and they'll say just the right thing, or I'll turn on the radio, or I'll open up it, whatever, open up something on Facebook. God bless them. And uh, so that's, that is, that's how I find, and that's how I find it works in most people's lives, is it's not through, you know, that specific thing, because cause there's so much chatter in our lives, there's so much input, mm-hmm. that, that it speaks to us through that input. The divine, the light, works really hard to get your attention. Yeah. You just kind of have to pay attention. So when you surrender, what you're surrendering is your need to control it. And when you surrender your need to control it, you find that the divine's plan is way better than yours.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, I have another I'm actually going to ask you a controversial question.
2: Oh, I love those.
1: I know you do. Um, So when I was doing my little research, Jackie, Uh one of the things that I found in regards to pagan blogs um, or blogs that dealt with witchcraft is that there is one camp that believes that no matter what it is that you do, okay, like, for example, um, uh, you know, if you bust it up with your boyfriend, you know, you can, of course, you know, do come-to-me magic or whatever magic, and, you know, the boyfriend will come back to you. It's going to happen. Then there's another camp that believes that if it is not within spirit, with that capital S, Mm -hmm. intention for you, that you can do all of the magic in the world, and it's never going to happen. Where do you stand?
2: Oh, probably right smack dab in the middle. But that's me. I'm a Libra. Um, Well, a Libra rising. Yeah, and a moon in Libra. (laughs) I like things nice and balanced. But um, what I'm going to say is that you can absolutely affect change. Um, And you can can light your come-to-me candle and get that person to call you for some reason, because they all of a sudden can't find their MP3 player, and they're wondering if the last time they saw it was with you, so they want you to check your car. You know, so so you can you can do a come to me, and then there's a reason why they think to call you. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you guys are going to get back together. Now, on the other hand, I don't believe that that if there's something that's really important to you, something that that your heart really hurts over, or you're you're feeling a little bit desperate over. If you just say, well, if it was meant to be, they would be here, so I guess it's not meant to be, well, that doesn't heal the heartache. Mm-hmm. So so I'm of of the ilk that says, why does your heart hurt over this? What was the lesson in here? Is there something that you need to do within yourself? Is there a block or some karma in, in the way between you and the other person mm-hmm. um, that if you clear, things clear up between the two of you? For instance, cuz you know I love to use my life as a cautionary tale. Um my husband and I spent um a couple of years shortly after my daughter was born and we had a really hard time. We were arguing constantly. Um we were we called it shift change. It was like I would come home from work, he would come home from work, fall asleep. I and and then I would come home from work a little bit later and then as soon as i'm ready for bed he would get up and so it was just really it wasn't a pleasant. i don't think
1: that your husband even sleeps
2: <laughs> i'm just saying yeah so but it it continued to breed more and more discontentment between the two of us well mm-hmm. well f- for me you know i can't speak for him for me yeah he was
1: I, probably quite happy <laughs> yeah. and i
2: was taking it really personally so what i did is is in in meditation work and and I went out and sat in my backyard it was a lovely evening I had bug spray on because you know, I don't like bugs and um, just sat there and asked for guidance what do I need to do what is this this person is really important to me I don't want this to fall apart and it really felt like it was falling apart and what I saw was a really big cloud hanging out in my house like this dense thick oily substance and so i asked for help clearing that i did a lot of clearing and it was it was crazy i did clearing for like a month and reset the boundaries on my house and and uh saw some things coming from the house next door it was to make a short story really long discovered that there were murders in the house next door like years ago so there was a lot of so i saw i saw like a lot of nasty energy so i cleared it all out of the house and and yes my husband and i fought a little more but we went from fighting to ignore each other and being annoyed with each other to fighting for each other and all of a sudden I heard that that we were fighting for the relationship. And and because I kept asking for guidance. I kept asking to hear the truth. So that's that's I could have done a come to me or a or a Cleo May or or like to control the situation to make him desire me more. But you know what? It would become so angry because we had this really nasty energy in the house. So instead yeah. what I said is, guide me, and this is what prayer is. This is the right petitions. Guide me to heal this. And if you look at magic and prayer and, and spell work as healing, because that's really what it is. Exactly. It gives you another perspective to say, oh, I can heal something that's that's not working right. Yeah. I
1: absolutely 100% uh, uh, agree with you.
2: So that's how I'm smack dab in the middle, because I think you can do both, but I think you can do both ineffectively. And where it lies is in the middle to say, I want something better than what I have right now, so how do I do it? What is wrong? What is discordant in my life? What's not Mm -hmm. working? That's how I do it, in my stuffy nose.
1: (laughs) In your stuffy nose. (laughs) Um, Thank you for that answer, because I think that it is, um, uh, uh, it it is necessarily an important one, Um, uh, and and an important question, because it was, you know, it it was one of the things I was noticing of this conflicting type of philosophy, and and I agree with you 100%, you know, one of the things about with horary, for example, horary astrology, is that I can cast a particular chart in regards to a question, okay? One of the things that the aspects will do is it gives me a little bit more, for example, if you have two planets or two people coming together, um, uh, you know, and it is coming together in um, a conjunction, a sextile, or a trine, usually the energy is very, very easy. Mm-hmm. If it happens with a square or an opposition, okay, it can become sometimes very, very difficult. And I think that I think that magic works the same way. Yes, you can get the energy to come together again, okay, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be in, in the, uh, you know, the way that you're imagining it. And I am convinced, you know, that people have their own Melrose Place going on in their head, and it's part of their problem. They have their Melrose Place going on, Jackie. They have the script made. I mentioned this last week. It's just an incredible metaphor. Uh-huh. Um they have you know the script the script written they've got the actors cast they've got the set you know they've got everything going on and then they flip out when the universe says okay script change <laughs>
2: right. But yeah you're the only one who wrote the script and you're you're the only one in it yeah, so once exactly. your script intersects somebody else's personal script
1: the writers may need to go back
2: <laughs> and, and one of the things i find a lot with with um that whole spell casting and and trying and and wanting your will to be greater than the other person's will is that if you're going outside of the agreement, the energetic or karmic agreement you have with that person, it's going to be really it's going to be an uphill climb. Mhm. It's absolutely going to be an uphill climb. So so really I'm, you know, I laugh and I say I'm a lazy witch, but really um what I want to do is, I want the most efficient way. So a lot of times, the most efficient way is to find out where your disconnect is, and then you can move from there. Yeah. So, so what what else you got for me? Um, we ne- have the, go ahead.
1: Next, where I want to go is what candles at Coventry do we have, Jackie, that helps people and assists them with um, connecting to the light.
2: Okay, so here's what I do. <laughs> Here is what I do, is I, whatever my challenge is that I'm facing, whether it's I'm feeling congested <laughs> spiritually or physically, um, if I'm feeling confused or all of those different things, whatever the challenge is that I'm experiencing, I choose a candle that reflects that. Mm-hmm. Either it's resolution or it's clearing or it's a positive outcome of it. Um but, uh, for instance, money we all have we all come to those money issues so often. I will pick a prosperity candle or a money draw candle, and I'll light it um, and I will sit with it and I will watch it burn and I will talk to it, and then I'll be quiet and i and I think it's and I would literally watch the flame the flame is so. The flame represents the divine. It, it represents that spark of divine within us, and when we can, when we can, it's been it's been that representation of that since there was such a thing as as a a, a god and a and fire. Those two things have always come together because it's so miraculous and such a transformational process. So if you just watch that flame. I, you don't don't have to be in a special place or sitting in a special chair. You don't have to have like a blank wall behind you. There can be lots of chaos in your life because guess what? You start to zoom into that flame, and it's such a great meditation tool because it moves, so it keeps a part of your brain busy, while the other part of your brain starts dumping, and then you can just breathe into it, and then you find you're breathing with the flame, and and that's and then when you when you pick a candle that's really for your purpose. What's happening is that that candle is helping you match that vibration so you can say, oh, this is what's blocking me. I mean, really, just just the other day, and I, I this is how I live my life, you guys. This is how I live my life. I lit a money-draw candle in front of me. And I said, okay, there's a specific goal I need to get to to make these things happen. And I sat with this flame and I sat with this candle and I relaxed into it and I and I just asked for guidance how to make this happen on a regular basis how to move past some of these blocks and then the phone started ringing which I loved because that was orders it was awesome and I said okay so so that's a great message and and somebody else has taking the orders and I said so what do I need to do what do I need to learn and all of my fears around calling customers and and maybe not all of them but a whole a big old chunk of them came up and I went Oh, that's what I'm afraid of,, mm-hmm. and that was absolutely my ego in charge and and that's that was it's a really old fear, and so I realized that was a big part of it, so I was able to to let it go yeah and and it was it felt like a miracle in the moment, so I was able to just go, "Oh, and here's the funny thing is um I have a customer relationship management software that I use, and I had all these calls scheduled to make, and they disappeared. Oh, interesting! I I had 50 calls. They went away, and I'm like, "Oh, come on!" I was about to make another call. Talk about you know the the bad angels being in charge. And I closed it, and I opened it, and I re and I did a search on it, and I cleared and it just I shut down my computer, started it back up, nothing, nothing, nothing. It was Friday, so. Then Monday, when I went to go say, okay, well I've got to redo all this work that I did picking these calls, and they were there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I did one thing, and I went, Oh, why isn't that there?" And I cleared, and I just picked one button, and all of a sudden they were back. And I went, Oh and this was after I spent time with that money draw candle. So I really had to clear what was going on emotionally and spiritually with me, and then I could do it. So that was my that's my how to is how how you connect with that. Divine, and I could hear it. I mean I could really feel that I shouldn't say hear because it was not, it was beyond words. So how do you do that?
1: I go to the throne rather going to the phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um basically, you know, for for me, um candle wise, um if I'm going through a particular issue or a particular um, thing that I need to uh, strongly connect to, okay, I always have to do things in a three-fold process, always. Um, uh, and usually, in any form of problem, Jackie, the first process always is uncrossing. Always, 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 mm-hmm. always, always, always. I love uncrossing candles. Um, uh I always have them um uh and uh which reminds me I have to make an order um
0: <laughs>
1: um uh but you know the the getting out of my own stink um and I think that I love the uncrossing candle because it has a uh, a stronger, more pungent odor than most candles. Right. Um, you know, so it reminds me instantly when I open that up, okay, that I need to get out of my own stink. And that's not to say that they smell bad because they don't, but um uh, uh but it has a stronger than normal um uh, uh candle odor, um or fragrance. Um and it it just really helps me get out of that particular space, okay. Then, basically, what I will do is that then is always a building candle what do, where do I want to go from here um, um, uh, you know and then basically the last candle is a result candle or manifestation uh-huh. um, um you know and it is my you know my end game or whatever it is that I want to do and those candles can be uh you know different uh a particular different nature also I um always have um uh, going a um you know those um I just use them for this reason. I can get them for a dollar. Um I go to uh the store and I get, you know, twenty four them at a time, usually in a case. Um those and I always Novena candles. Um and, you know, I like one of those. Um I like the rainbow one for whatever reason. Um and uh you know, so I like that, and you know, Jackie told me that that has a lot to do with with cleansing, so um uh, I like one of those constantly um and uh you know, the rest of the, my particular spiritual work is number one, talking and communicating to the light, okay, but also being open to listen, and I will tell you the light will come at you with some stuff, girl, uh-huh. It will come at you with some stuff, and it will hit you with things. You know, for example, if I start thinking about somebody over a long period of time and I just can't get them out of my head, I then usually have to sit down and do a prayer because sometimes the light will imply upon you a prayer of intercession. That you need, That person may not be able to approach the light themselves,
2: uh-huh. so
1: they're impressing upon you to do it for them.
2: That's, I just did that this morning. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine was having a really tough morning. Couldn't meet up with us for our, our breakfast, and and I said, um, I just I just opened up my mouth and said, whatever she needs, whatever yeah. she needs, because it's a rough morning for her, whatever her and and, and everyone else involved needs
1: and and there's particular there's particular points you know Jackie you have uh a few times you, you know uh called me and you, you you know um either for business stuff or whatever and asked me um you know if i could do some sandals for you mm-hmm.
0: um
1: uh you know i've done the same thing with you um, you know, sometimes you need that particular type of, uh, of help and assistance. Um, uh, and in most cases, oftentimes knowing that you have a mental ally or somebody that's going to be there for you no matter what is all of the, all that it takes basically to get you back on your particular path to help you be able to start to connect again, basically, with the light. So I, de- <clears throat> I do things from a lot of that perspective. And, Jackie, I also take out time, minutes of the day, in which, you know, I have five minutes between clients. I just sit back in my chair and, oh, today's a great daylight. Uh-huh. You know, and just talk like that. I call like dude, by the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, in
1: my private conversations, you know, um, uh, the, uh, the, I, I call it pillow talk. <laughs> but I think that you know the main thing I think that people need to to really concentrate on. And if, if there's anything that you take out of this particular show, yes, we have to connect to the higher source. The higher source, in many ways, does run the show, but you're the manager.
2: Yep, you're the one responsible.
1: Yeah, you're the you're the manager of your particular life and it's what you choose to do with it at the time that uh, that is important. Um uh so there you have it. That's how I do it. We got we've got
2: some we got some really powerful stuff on this show today. It's not life altering and and hugely controversial. What it is is it's some basics to remember. And and it's And those basics are, take time to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Take time for yourself and your connection with the divine. Talk to them, not just out of need, but out of gratitude. Um, Thank them for an amazing day. Thank them for everything in your life. And as you do that, just that little action creates a deeper connection that you have. You can you can sense that, that divine energy, that light, that spirit energy in your life, and then you can start to hear it more. And that creates the biggest change you will ever experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. Greater than anything else you've ever said.
1: Absolutely. I agree with you 150,000%. Um, we're done. I know. And the angels helped us. We did have were. a red person in our room for a little while, but <laughs> that
2: was that was somebody from Blog Talk, right?
1: Yeah, that uh, uh, that was our, our account exec. Um, uh, you know, so basically, um, uh, you know, they're checking to make sure that things are running smoothly. So um, and I
0: appreciate that. Yeah,
1: and we appreciate that. So thank you for coming in, um, visiting with Jackie and I. We send you blessings, um, all of the great little Blog Talk people that help make our lives easier. Um, uh, And um, make sure that you cruise on over to Um, CoventryCreations.com Your patronage to Coventry is what helps keep the show on the air So go to www.coventrycreations.com If you have a problem in your life, regardless of what that problem is Love life, career, spiritual cleansing, you name it We have a candle for that So make sure that you check that out And Jackie, in the meantime, what do they need to do?
2: They need to keep it magic and keep it healthy
1: <laughs> and keep your connection to the light. Uh, speak life, everybody. We'll see you next week.
0: Some days life feels perfect, other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between. So it's crazy. We say mountains It's like I'm drowning in the deep. Well, it's crazy to imagine words from my lips as the arms of compassion mountains crumble with every. with the words you say Raise your thoughts a little higher